0: Dear younger me.
1: Dear younger me. Dear
0: younger me. Hello, my brave friends. This is Jessica Pate, your host of Brave Together podcast, and this is our Mother's Day episode. We all need inspiration to help us push through the tough days, the rough days, the days we want to run away to Paris or Bali or even our best friend's house, and never return. Having mentors, those who have gone before us, showing us what we can do, reminding us that we are brave, strong, capable, loving, compassionate, badass mothers, is essential. Having women in my life who have passed on their experiences and wisdom has kept me going when hope was running away from my heart. Before COVID and We Are Brave Together, we used to hold a very special event in my backyard with a panel of amazing mothers who spoke on a variety of topics. Raw truth, inspiring wisdom, so soul-filling. I hope to get back to this event again in 2023. Today, we offer you the voices of several moms from different backgrounds and mothering kids with different diagnoses. May their words like little torches helping to lead you through the dark days of altered motherhood with bravery and love i hope you can take this in today with a cozy blanket a cup of tea or coffee and a yummy smelly candle nearby
2: Dear Younger Me, I see how frightened and scared you were when Mira entered your world over 20 years ago. Hospitals have never been your comfort zone, and here you are spending every day by Mira's side in the NICU, learning to distinguish between the beeps and alarms, announcing themselves from the monitors connected to all the stickers and wires attached to Mira's seven-pound body. You juggled getting Noah to preschool every morning and then rushing off to be near Mira's side, trying to do all you could do to let her know that you are the same person whose voice she heard in utero and hold her with all of your senses without being able to physically cradle her in your arms for those first couple of weeks. With every doctor visit in the NICU and every fear and story you created in your mind about what the future would look like, you experienced something very different when you were in the physical presence of your baby girl. Her rosebud lips, her full head of highlighted hair, naturally streaked, by some internal sun, the kind many women pay for in a salon, left your imagination to run wild as nothing about her at this stage looked different than any typical healthy baby. Living in the place of the unknown was not easy. With each tear that left a path on your cheeks, shed in the privacy of the car, the house, or the shower, one drop of your fantasy of what being a mother of two, a mother of a daughter, and a mother of a typical child left your reality, leaving no comfort of what would take its place. When in the presence of Mira in the NICU, the love and connection you felt with her and the deep knowing that everything would be okay was a steady heartbeat of its own that you struggled to express fully when everyone in the outside world expressed sympathy, reminded you that she was not developing along the appropriate timelines, and you saw constant reminders of how she was different. There is a part of me that wishes I could have told you that Mira was never meant to be measured along these timelines in the first place, and that she was whole and worthy exactly as she was, not needing to be fixed. It is so understandable that you tried every therapy under the sun to help Mira reach her greatest potential, that you depleted your own reserves of playful spontaneity and fun in exchange for research and driving Mira all over for therapies. But then there is the part of me that sees how you have progressed along your own timeline as well, and that the only way for you to come to full acceptance of Mira was to move through your own process. Mira has always told you, in her own nonverbal way, that she is worthy exactly as she is, and as long as you keep connecting with her, she will continue to show you how to heal yourself. Dear Younger Me,
1: what would I have done differently? How I would have loved a podcast like this when my kids were younger. So I have three girls. Um, My oldest, who just turned 22 yesterday, has Prader-Willi syndrome, and she has two younger sisters, Um, and they're all two years apart. I can't say I have any regrets, but one thing I think I would emphasize or I question myself on is spending time with her siblings and I mean one-on-one time that is uninterrupted. I know I made a point of doing things with her sisters so that they didn't feel like all my time was spent with their sister who had so many appointments and therapies and IEPs and needed me a lot more, but um, they needed me too. And, you know, your other siblings may not voice that, but they cherish that one-on-one time. And I just, I hope that when I did spend one-on-one time with them, that it was a hundred percent, you know, fully attentive that I was really there, that I wasn't doing something else at the same time or looking at a phone or know because I do remember the frustration when I would take a phone call or do something else then and um so I would say really really make time that is sacred time to spend with your other kids and give them your full attention then because it doesn't seem like it but they're not going to want to spend time with you eventually and um you know that's that's where I am it goes by quickly everyone says that and it really does go by so quickly so that would be something I would tell a younger me to really focus on that and make sure I'm doing that with all my heart
3: to give my younger self any advice, it would be to stop apologizing. Just refuse to do it. Stop apologizing for your house not being as clean as it was before your children were born. Stop apologizing for dozing off during a movie because you're running on zero sleep. Don't say you're sorry for being late because your daughter vomited three times on the way to the destination. Don't apologize for bringing a pre-made dessert to an event because you were ragged and didn't have time to prepare a dish from scratch. And above all, stop apologizing for Emily. Accept her the way she is. Do not try to make her fit into a box she will never conform to. She doesn't act the way others might expect her to, and that's okay. Her behaviors, her noises, her stemming, those are all part of the girl that you love. You love her dearly. This is how she communicates. This is how she interacts. This is who she is. Embrace it. Accept it. Instead of trying to make her conform to the world, teach others about her behaviors and about her. Teach others to accept your daughter for her unique, different, and yes, very loud ways. Because you don't need to ever apologize for Emily. She has the right to be who she is, just like anyone else. No apologies needed.
4: Dear Younger Me, you will be given the worst imaginable news when your third son is born. You will be beyond terrified at not being in control. Don't worry, none of us are in control and it's good to learn this now. You will fear your child will suffer. Don't worry, we all suffer and it makes us stronger. You will think that your child will never be accepted. Don't worry, he will make friends wherever he goes. He will also help you make friends who will change your life. You will mourn for what could have been. Don't worry, he will be amazing and he will make your family special. Enjoy the moments when he makes you proud and share his successes with everyone. Be strong in the moments he will challenge you beyond your imagination because it will pass. Be in each moment that comes, knowing it will never be the same again. Slow down and take in the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, knowing that the journey you are on is yours and it's meaningful. You will lose friends and family. Do not spend time worrying about them. They will be replaced with the most amazing beings on the planet. They are the silver lining. Please, know that everything will be okay. You are stronger than you know. You will fight with everything you've got to make sure he has what he needs. You will do this because you are now a mama with an incredibly important place in the universe. The mama of a child with special needs. And you've totally got this.
5: Dear Younger Mother, You are not going to believe how your kids turn out. Your kids are nothing like you imagined. They are their own individuals. And although you're going to want to take credit for everything they do that is amazing, it's really all on them. You, Kimberly, thought you were going to mold your son into a musician and a painter, perhaps a dancer or a poet, someone with long hair and a man bun, who would someday join the Peace Corps. But your son is going to grow up and not be able to draw a straight line. As a matter of fact, he is not going to be interested in that at all. But he is going to master standardized tests. In fact, he's going to score higher than most of his peers on the SATs. And he's going to not just read, but he's going to speed read. And he's going to do this without any help from you. He will never enjoy drawing or spending hours on creative endeavors. His gift is reading and logic and speaking. It's just who he is. Your daughter is going to be born with a rare genetic condition, which requires you to dig deep and wonder what to do. You'll feel overwhelmed and confused, but you will become a researcher, observing everything she does, trying to figure out her unique way of processing and navigating the world. You will not sleep for a few years. You will be anxious, worrying about every issue and developmental milestone. But that will be a total waste of your time. You'll conclude that she probably can't feel deep emotions such as love. Again, wrong. She will meet most of the milestones and read so much that is the biggest problem you have with her. You give up on the idea of her doing art because she has low muscle tone, but after years of mothering, you put her in an art class on a whim and she draws for years. She takes Taekwondo in middle school and becomes a blue belt because she never gives up. You will have bikes in the garage for years, but you will assume that it's too hard so you don't push it. When Naomi is 15, you'll have a friend visit from Honduras who doesn't speak English. He's 22 and he takes her out to the park she will come back riding her bike so here is what i say now enjoy every moment after your baby is born it goes by so fast just stop and let the joy wash over you experience the range of emotions that you will have as a new mom as a gift you'll think that you'll remember all these little experiences and then you'll panic that you won't The most important moments will last, don't worry. Remember that the dark hours are also temporary. They will definitely pass. The most important thing I would say is to not compare yourself or your kids to other kids. They are going to be who they're going to be. You will have to let go of a lot and focus on what's right for your child based on their own unique personality. And lastly, I would say to stay true to yourself. Don't lose yourself in motherhood. You'll experience a lot of confusing emotions. Hormones are very powerful, which is why the dark times don't stay and the happy times are also temporary. When things go wrong because they will, you can always repair any relationship you have. There is nothing that cannot be repaired. Your child will learn everything by looking at what you do. So if you're true to yourself, you're teaching your child to be true to themselves. And if you handle stress with grace and grit, you're going to teach them that too.
3: I would say it all
0: doesn't really matter. Speak up for your child. You're your child's voice, whether it's in the hospital, at school, or out in public. No one cares as much as you do about your own kid. So speak up. Let everyone know that you are your child's advocate,
6: and you know what you're talking about. Dear younger me, This journey is not going to be easy, but it's going to show you how much stronger you are than you ever thought. You are an advocate. You will fight not only for your children and family, but for other families as well. You are an encourager to other families and want to see them getting the services that they need. But you need to take care of yourself. You spend so much time taking care of everyone else that you avoid taking care of you. You cannot let that happen. You have to take care of yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Remember when you fly and when the flight attendant is giving the safety instructions and says, If we lose altitude, the oxygen masks will drop down from above. Put your oxygen mask on first before helping those who need it. You must put your own oxygen mask on first. You will forget that a lot. While this may be a difficult journey, this will be the most fulfilling journey that you will ever do.
0: Happy Mother's Day. You are seen and loved. Thanks for listening. You can do us a great favor by leaving a review and a rating. It helps our podcast get into the ears of more and more moms. Also, if you have never joined the international community and sisterhood of We Are Brave Together, go to our website, wearebravetogether.org, and fill out the little form to be a part. We are here to support you and validate you, encourage you, and give you resources for your journey as a mom. Thanks so much for listening.